and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, by golly, you miss a good hour. It is hump day. It's Wednesday, August the 9th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 903 of the show. And uh, again, if you missed the first hour, you missed a really good hour. Michael Martin, one of our good friends, our regular Wednesday guest, uh, uh, joined us here. Da, 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 da. And uh, I just had a good time. Talked a lot about uh, golf. We talked a lot about uh everything going on in the world of sports and uh, really enjoyed talking to him uh we're gonna get uh, our second hour guest here is gonna be uh brett kennedy of uh news channel 12 in fox eastern carolina he is going to be leaving us uh, i can't believe that uh well i mean i guess i can believe it i we a good a good guy who i've gotten to know over the years and we're going to be talking to him here in just a couple of minutes uh on the show he'll be live from new Bern with us Tell you what, though, let me tell you about Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car services absolutely positively where you should go to. Uh, it's located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Pickley Wiggly in Big Lots. Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend, local sports riding legend Keith Spence, and it's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. Uh, you're also, uh, listen, I want to thank uh, the Kenston Police Department. Thank you uh, for them for being a sponsor of the show. They are looking for police officers right now, so if you would like to be a police officer for the Kenston Police Department, give them a call. And uh, they will hook you up and get you set on the right uh, path there. Finally, uh, thank you to uh, our good friends over at uh, King's Restaurant on Highway 70. You can visit them for the best dang barbecue in the East. They're serving up all your favorite fixings and uh, everything to go along with your favorite dish. But uh, uh, thank you so much to uh, our Joe and Angie Hargett and King's Restaurant for being a part of the Brian Hanks show. We truly, 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 truly do appreciate them. Whew, struggling a little bit right now. Let me tell you uh, again, want to thank uh, in our first hour that we had uh, Michael Martin and uh, joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, it's bittersweet here, Brett, because uh, we have really enjoyed having you in our homes on our TVs now for four years and uh, you know, watching you and watching your growth uh, since you've been here, but you're leaving us, dude. Yeah, I, I know, Brian, and I hate to do it. Uh, I've really had a good time and an, an enjoyable time here out in ENC, and I don't, I have no regrets coming out here, and I've really enjoyed meeting you guys. And uh, But it's just, I saw an opportunity here to go home, and uh, I, I, I couldn't pass it up. And uh, I'm literally... Uh, you caught me actually on moving day. The movers are actually taking my stuff down. I'm I'm going to be in town until this weekend, but uh, today is actually moving day for me <laughs> today, so it's a big day. So. Well, and I said that in the first hour too, and I hope you know we uh, that I appreciate you coming on here, dude, especially on moving day. But I said that earlier, like uh, in the in our first hour, that 
the movers are over at your house. They, uh, and yet you're still giving us time. So Brett, I do appreciate that wholeheartedly. Well, listen, let's, uh, we got a few minutes here. I want to talk about everything that's going on with you and the, and just your, I just want to give you a chance. I know it's still super, super fresh, uh, since you've been gone from WCTI for just a few days here, but, uh, what brought you here in the first place? Let's just circle back to that. And how did, how did a, a Kansas boy, a Midwestern boy end up in, uh, in Eastern North Carolina? Yeah, I mean, you look at that on the outside, and you're like, man, what, what's the Kansas City kid doing out here? <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, the job brought me out here, and uh, the possibility to, to learn from a great boss. I've heard, I'd heard about uh, Brian North and just being, and how, like, how long he's been in the business and how uh, informative he's been with people. And I was thinking to myself, man, he's going to be a great boss to learn from. And he was. He was. He and I, uh, we butted heads at times, but Brian was a great boss and he taught me so much. And obviously, I mean, he's an icon in this area and, um, it was awesome to get to learn from him. So that was, that was one of the reasons that drew me out here. And then again, just seeing Newburn and seeing it only be an hour away from the ocean. I mean, how could you not pass that up? And, uh, I had never lived on the East coast before. And I said, man, if we're going to go East coast, I mean, it might as well live by the ocean. That would be that seemed like a great opportunity. And uh, that, those, those two things, getting to learn from Brian uh, and then being by the ocean probably are what drew me out here the most. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Brent Kennedy on the line with us right now on the Brian Hanks show. Uh, now, where did, now you, where did you work before you got here? Cause weren't you in Colorado? I, I, I believe. So I was, I was, I was, uh, I grew up most of my life in Colorado. I lived in from third grade through college. I went yeah. to college out there, Colorado state. Uh, my first job was in great falls, Montana. Oh, okay. that's um, right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I worked there from 2017 to 2019 and I loved it out there. I had a great boss out there. Uh, I worked at a, uh, an ABC station, uh, or actually a CBS station actually out there. And, uh, it was great. Uh, I love the, everyone always gives Montana a bad rap. There's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. <laughs> I enjoyed my time out there. Great hiking, great camping. You just have to drive to see these, these places and to cover, I got to cover rodeos, rodeos, put those in my sports block. That was a lot of fun. I covered eight man football and six man football, wow. six man football. Very interesting. The centers could go out for passes. So <laughs> that, that was bizarre. So how does it, okay, you, obviously we're intimately uh, familiar with eight-man football with state championship level football being played over at Parent Academy. And there's three down linemen or on offense, there's three linemen, you know, you could put a tight end on there and then put skill position, you know, uh, players out there. How does six-man football work? There has to be a line, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a center there's a line. It all depends on how many receivers you want. Uh, I think the, for the most part, you'd have three down linemen. You'd have your two receive or your, uh, your one receiver and your running back and your quarterback, or if you want two down linemen, and then you could have two receivers and then your quarterback and running back. That's kind of how it worked. I was fascinated by it, but oh, there I were bet. some really, really, there were some really good six man football teams out there. And I was going to games that like, we're out in the middle of this farmland. There was one <laughs> one uh, field that was right next to a freaking wheat silo. That's when you know when you're out in the boonies. Um, so, but uh, no, I really enjoyed my time out there. Montana was awesome. The towns were great. Bozeman was beautiful, as was Missoula. Went and saw Butte. That was the birthplace of Evil Knievel. Um, so he's actually buried out there. Fun fact. 
Um, so that was that was really cool to see all that stuff. Dude, that is so awesome. I maybe I need to get on YouTube because I'm sure in this day day and age you can uh, watch a little six man football on YouTube somewhere, right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. There was some really really good teams out there. Uh, Geraldine Highwood was the one that came to mind. Again, these schools are so small they have to combine combine forces. Um, so there was there was there were three teams that uh, Hobson Moore, Judith Gap. Those are three different schools that combined for a, to form a six man football team, and it was so cool to see all these communities kind of come together and uh, and perform. Well, very so. good. That voice you listen to is Brett Kennedy. I can't believe I'm saying this, but former former sports anchor, former sports reporter at uh, News Channel 12 and Fox Eastern Carolina, uh, joining us live this morning on our Spence Automotive guest line. Telling uh, we're going down memory lane a little bit for him, so I'm going to kick that memory lane into high gear here, Brett. You've seen a lot of things in your four years here in uh, Eastern North Carolina uh, before you head back uh, before you head w- back home, back west. I just want to pick your brain and uh, give you just a few minutes just to tell us about some of the, you know, it, it, we cover all over Eastern Carolina, so just uh, some of the three or four, maybe even five events that. Uh, that you're going to take with you that you're going to remember most about covering sports here? Oh, man. Um, obviously, the first one that comes to mind was the – I was here when the pandemic hit. I was I was covering my first ACC men's basketball tournament when the pandemic hit. I think you were there with me. I was there with uh, you, yes. So, yeah, I mean, we, we were there. We saw it and how awkward it was and them stopping the tournament midweek and giving the trophy to Florida State. And I remember looking around going, what is going on? So just working through and, and, and just talking through all of that stuff was bizarre. And um, that, that comes to mind. And getting to see Michael Jordan's boat perform in the Big, Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament, that was incredible as well. The Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament, that's so special to this area. And, um, I mean, again, it's, it's, that I loved covering that because it was so unique to, to Eastern North Carolina. Loved doing that. Um, all the ECU events, getting to cover the Birmingham Bowl last year, the bowl game. My first year, I got to go to Louisville to cover the Super Regional out there with ECU baseball. And uh, I went up to Annapolis one time to cover a Navy ECU football game. That was a blast. Uh, obviously, the ACC men's basketball tournament, us going there this past year, that was fun. Um, let's see here. Just getting to, uh, getting to cover all of these, these cool events and seeing all the local guys from out here, interviewing Guys like Brandon Ingram, uh, I was at a Havelock camp this past uh, this past year, so I got to c- talk to Farrell Cooper and Kendall Vickers, NFL players that were having a camp there. Cornell Powell from J.H. Rose High School, getting to see him go to my Kansas City Chiefs, that was cool. Um, so it's, it's been the, the opportunities in the unique area that ENC is. It was I, I loved my time out here. I loved it because there were so many different opportunities and so many different fun things to cover. Uh, like I said, I don't regret moving out here. It was so much fun. That is awesome. We've definitely appreciated you too and all the coverage that you have given to our, our student athletes here in Kenston and Lenora County. Like I said, our, our signal just reaches all over the place here uh, in eastern North Carolina. And everybody knows Brett Kennedy. I got to tell you this. I, I'll bet you anything uh north is heartbroken that you're not going to be there a week from friday what nine days from now to help out to to co-anchor and to run uh the blitz right yeah i did i did tell him i'm sorry that it it was just bad timing for all this and he understood and he actually said yeah yeah 
he, he goes, you take care of yourself. And he goes, don't worry about us. We'll figure it out. I think they will have someone hired here very soon. Uh, I don't know for sure. But Brian said uh, he was thinking about a, a guy from Charlotte sent him uh, a resume. And he's been working the last couple of years on the, the Carolina Panthers media, media team. So I don't know if they're going to hire him or not. Um, but uh, they, they should hire someone soon. So Brian doesn't do the blitz all by himself because that is a lot of work for one person. Trust me. Uh, I mean, he and I barely got through it and it's just a lot of stuff to cover. Um, so, I mean, I, I, they will, I have confidence that they will hire someone very soon. And uh, I know they're, everyone's excited for football season around here and I cannot wait. I, I love this time of year because again, we, we need football back in our lives for sure, baby. Oh, we absolutely do. And, uh, especially uh, we're going to get hey don't never fear brett we're going to get to the chiefs here in a moment or in, in a few moments okay because i got to hear you uh, talk about them but let, let's go if we can just go micro for a second i know i just had you do the overall you know in eastern north carolina but what are you going to take back west with you about kenston and lenore county that that stood out to you dude oh man um just the just the the closeness and the camaraderie of the people out there. And uh, it, it was awesome to see the community come together and those epic basketball games that we got to see and, and, and Farmville Central and Kinston squaring off, getting to see Terquevion Smith go up against Dontrez Styles, that <laughs> just having and seen and seen hundreds, hundreds of people getting turned away at the door because there was no room left for those games. That was in, that was incredible. That was that was crazy. Uh, so I'll always remember the the closeness and the camaraderie and just all the nice coaches there. I mean, uh, Perry Tindall, nicest guy ever. Ryan Gieselman, the, the football coach, nicest guy ever. Uh, I mean, the the guys down at North uh, at South Sonora were great. North Sonora, I mean, they've had a lot of football coaches the last couple of years, but each one has been great dealing with me and in dealing with the media and. Um, I've talked to a couple of the athletic directors out there as well. Um, Parrot Academy, all the coaches there, the coaching staff and the players there, they've been great as well. So uh, just the camaraderie and the uniqueness, especially, obviously, you know, I mean, the basketball atmosphere out there is, is I mean, close to none. So, I mean, it, it, it is so, so iconic out there to be in that area. Uh, it was special. It was special. Uh, you were special to us too. Hold on one second. I need to pay a bill here and we'll get right back to it. But I got to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional healthcare for the people it serves with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians. UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And thank you again, as we always say every day, to Beverly Jenkins and UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into it. It's Brett Kennedy. And here I go. I got to say it again. The former sports anchor, former sports uh, uh, reporter for uh, WCTI News Channel 12 of Fox Eastern Carolina. And uh, he's been so gracious with his time as uh, they are packing right now. He's got the movers at his house right now as he's talking to us here on the show this morning. So what's next? I mean, I know uh, you, you've always flown your 
Uh, your Kansas City colors proudly. In fact, it took me a minute to realize what your Twitter handle meant when you uh, when I started tagging you on stuff and uh, and followed you and everything. But uh, before we, well, I tell you, what, let's talk about the new job. What what is this new job? Where are you going? What city? What all are you going to be covering? All that, Brett. So I am going out to a station called KQTV, KQ2 for short. Uh, it is based in St. Joseph, Missouri. Uh, it's less than an hour north of Kansas City. Uh, you got about 71,000 people out there. It's, it's growing very fast. It's a smaller market, but the uniqueness of the sports that they cover is, is really, really cool. Obviously, that is the location for Kansas City Chiefs training camp. Now, with the timing of my move and everything, I'm not going to be able to cover that this year. Um, but next year, I will be able to cover training camp, and I cannot wait for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they cover a lot of D2 colleges out there for college stuff. Uh, Western Missouri is, is right there. Or, uh, excuse me, Missouri Western. Um, Missouri Western's right there. And, uh, and then they have Northwest Missouri State, which is just up north in Maryville, and they are a D2 basketball powerhouse. Um, which is that that's going to be fun to cover those and the, the high school football. There's a lot of eight man football out there. So that familiarity, the familiarity will be nice with that. There's, there's a lot of uh, 11 man teams out there for football as well. So that'll be fun uh, for professional sports. They send people down to Kansas city chiefs games. They send people down to Kansas city Royals games. They send people down to cover their professional soccer games, the Kansas city current and sporting KC and uh, they just, I mean, there's NASCAR, the NASCAR racetrack that's down there in, in Kansas City. Um, so they, there's a bunch of different opportunities out there. It's an ABC station, uh, less shows to worry about during the week. I'm going to be going back to not, as, not anchoring as much during the week, only three to four times, and then I'll be uh, kind of reporting out in the field the rest of the time. So I'll be part of a, sport, a two-man sports crew out there. The sports director is about my age. Um, so that'll be, that'll be different, but I'm excited. Uh, everyone there was so nice and, uh, just the, the fact I get to go home and be closer to family, uh, is, is a huge plus. Uh, I've got cousins that live in Kansas city. I've got grandparents that live four hours away in Branson, Missouri. It's a day's drive up to my parents' house in Wisconsin. So I was, it, it all, it checked all the boxes off for me and, uh, it, it just seemed like a good opportunity. And it yeah. does. You can even hear it in your voice, dude. Sincerely, Brett, you can hear it. Not that you're not normally excited to be here, which you always have been, but you, you can just hear that tenor. You can hear that, uh, the excitement in your voice that you're going home. And there's something to be said for that. You think about it, dude. I know you, you know, you did four years of college before this was almost like a four years of, uh, maybe getting your master's in sports coverage. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit, that, that, that's for sure. But uh, it was a fun four years. That's, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I enjoyed every little minute of it. And uh, it was, at the end of the day, this was always kind of the end game. I kind of wanted to get back to my hometown oh, yeah. and, and oh, yeah. get, get, get the opportunity to cover the sports that I kind of grew up watching. And that's why, Brian, I mean, every, it all, when I told everyone where I was going, it all made sense. And they were like, oh, that, that does make sense. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited. And, uh, I mean, it's, I, I just can't believe, I don't think it hasn't really hit yet that this is happening, but um, I'm sure it will in the next couple of weeks. I start my first days on August 21st, um, so I got a couple more weeks, 
but uh, I'm I'm really really looking forward to getting going and and just to explore a new area, meet new people, make new connections, and uh, just kind of build my brand out there and see what happens from there. I love it and absolutely love it. Uh, you know, we both love us and Brian North. What what are what are I'm going to pin you down to just one thing, Brett. What is one thing that you learned from uh, Brian that you'll be taking with you to Kansas City or you know to Kansas? Oh, man. Brian's got good. You know, it's, it, yeah, it's in Kansas City. It's on the Missouri side, actually. Um, uh, yeah, Brian's got great. He's got great one-liners. Uh, one of his favorites. <laughs> don't don't show me or uh, don't tell me what you can't do. Show me what you can do. Wow. I'm gonna take that quote with me for the rest of my life. He that was one of his favorites. Another one was create the illusion. Um, if if you arrive to a game late, you don't get any touchdowns shoot some stuff there to make it look good and then to show that we were there. That's another one of his favorite quotes, create the illusion. Um, he taught me, I mean, again, just he, he taught me so many things, how to multitask on the job and how to just remain calm and, um, and, and just about, about that way of doing things. So I, I learned a lot of that from him for sure. I got to tell you, when I was running the news, and again, that voice you listen to, Brett Kennedy, from formerly of News Channel 12 in Fox Eastern Carolina, headed out west. And uh, what, and I, I, I don't know if you and I have talked about this, but I know North and I have talked about this, but even in this small, tiny market of Kinston, you know, that we broadcast from, when I ran the newspaper here, when I would hire sports reporters or news reporters or whatever, I would. Uh, what I would do is, uh, I told them when I was interviewing them, you're at the single A level of journalism here. You know, uh, I want to see you go to double A and triple A and then the major leagues. And that's, and I, North feels the same way about the television stations around the, you know, in our market here, Greenville, Newburn, Jacksonville, Kenston, whatever, is that we're at the single A level here. You've now been promoted to the double A level, uh, Brett, you know, a, a little bit bigger market. And then, Hey, who knows five years from now, Maybe you'll be in that Kansas City market. Maybe you'll be in that St. Louis market, something like that, and at the higher level. Is that kind of how you see how your journey has been so far? Yeah, most definitely. Just kind of working my way up through the ranks. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's all about just kind of climbing up the ladder. And that was partially the reason why I got the opportunity uh, to go out to Kansas City and, and to cover more professional sports. Um, I, was, I was just kind of excited for that stuff and, um, it, and, and Brian, again, he was a big, he was a big way of kind of helping me get prepared for stuff like that. And, um, when I, when I replaced Ariel Epstein, she said, she goes, you're never going to work harder than you will at <laughs> WCCI anywhere else. And my gosh, that was so true. Uh, I worked my, I worked my butt off when I was out here, but, uh, yeah, most definitely just kind of working my way up from the, the ranks and kind of going from there. Well, I can tell you this, dude, we're definitely going to miss you. We've got uh, just another minute or two here, but I've got to ask you about uh, your Kansas City Chiefs, dude, Uh, a team that uh, a lot of people are putting in as the favorites to not just win the AFC, but make a run at another Super Bowl. How do you feel? I mean, everybody's a Patrick Mahomes fan. I don't know anybody, uh, maybe outside of a Raiders fan or a Broncos fan that doesn't like Pat Mahomes, but uh, give us the Brett Kennedy – uh, analysis of uh, your Kansas City Chiefs. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> I mean, they they have if everyone stays healthy. Obviously, everyone always looks at the receivers, and oh man, they really don't have any receivers. They've got a guy where if he stays healthy, I'm really excited about Justin Ross, who was a beast early on at Clemson. Big tall receiver. He was Trevor Lawrence's favorite target down there. 
he had to have back fusion surgery a couple years ago, has not played in the NFL yet, but he's been doing great wonders in camp, looking great. Uh, if he can get in there, it's going to make our receiving threat even look, look even more crazy and fun. Um, the defense added some new pieces. Drew Tranquil, uh, outstanding linebacker inside. They got him from the Chargers. He's going to be a stud. Um, I think the, the, they need to get Chris Jones signed. That's, that's kind of a big question mark right now. One of the premier interior pass rushers in the league. We need to get him into camp. That's going to be a big question mark. But I would suspect that, that I mean, not if everyone stays healthy, knock on wood, I would suspect the Chiefs to uh, contend to possibly get back to another Super Bowl. I know the AFC's loaded. You've got the Jaguars. You've got the Chargers. You've got the Bills. You've got the Bengals once Burrow gets back healthy from his calf. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about what this team has. You've got a new offensive coordinator here in Matt Nagy now that Eric enemy has gone. Um, and uh, you've just got a team that try, wants to try to possibly cement their flag into the ground as a dynasty here and try to go back-to-back. Well, there you go. Uh, hey, I can, again, break in. I got one last question for you. I got to pick your brain on this. Just uh, this rapidly changing uh, uh, college sports world that we have right now when i went on vacation a couple of weeks ago get back on monday and the doggone pack 12 is down to four teams it's just it's crazy to me what do you uh, speak on that for a second brett and then the second part of my question to you is what where are we going to be five years from now uh, with college athletics i mean there's there's probably just going to be two mega conferences God. here in the next couple of years i would just, just suspect the sec versus the, the big 12 maybe who knows but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 is quickly dissolving, and it's kind of sad because for the longest time, I mean, that was, that was a fun, that was a fun uh, a, a conference to be in with, uh, with USC and UCLA. Those were the two teams that tipped this whole thing off. Once they left, that was the meat and potatoes of the conference, and everybody else kind of looked at each other, and I was, then they were thinking, well, I don't want to do this anymore. So that was just crazy to see. I, we won't have the Pac-12 in a couple seasons. Uh, very, very soon. Uh, they only have four teams left, so maybe they'll bring in other teams. Um, I mean, when I was at Colorado State, they were always there was always talk of CSU going to the Pac-12. Maybe they bring in these smaller schools, kind of like what the American did in ECU's conference, to bring in schools like Rice and North Texas and FAU and teams like that, but um, I think we're coming down to two just giant mega conferences, which I don't think is good for college football. Uh, I know it's all about money and it's all about brand recognition and all this stuff, but I liked all the power five and it's not really a power five anymore. It's down to a power four. So it's just incredible. The speed of all of this is breathtaking as well. How college football is changing so fast. And you're a young man and you're saying that dude, imagine being a 54 year old guy like myself and seeing all this happen and being like, you know, I grew up with what, you know, the 12 or 13 conferences, whatever that, uh, or maybe not that many, probably the seven or eight conferences that, you know, were you, you knew a national champion was going to come out of them. And now, like you said, hey, listen, Brett, you said it succinctly. You said it the way I think it's going to be two, maybe three conferences five years from now. And, and to me, that's incredibly sad. Well, listen, uh, let me, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and schedule you now. Can we call you from Kansas city chiefs of preseason camp in 2024? Anytime you want, dude. Anytime you want me on and you want to talk sports, you just give me a shout. I will, at the drop of a hat, I'll come running. You have me. Just let me know, and I'll always be glad to talk sports with you, dude. It's been a pleasure. 
It has been, man. Like I said, bittersweet. I don't know what it is about the folks that Brian gets in there with uh, at News Channel 12, but you know we love a scenario. Dude, you had big shoes. And I know this sounds funny to talk about little tiny Ariel, but you had big shoes to fill when you got there and you, you went, you did everything, man. I mean, you were awesome. You are going to be missed. I know I saw on Facebook where you posted it and all our coaches in our neck of the woods were throwing you love to man, safe journeys. Godspeed. I uh, can't wait to talk to you in the future. Okay. Same with you, Brian. I saw you got engaged. Yes, sir. (laughs) So that's very exciting. I saw your Facebook post on that. I'm so happy for you guys. And uh, I wish you the best in the future. And it's been an honor, dude, an absolute honor. Thank you so much for all of your help that you've given me and and advice that you've given me in my time out here. And I'll never forget it, dude. You've got a friend for life. That's what I like to hear, man. Dude, be safe. Be safe. Godspeed. And we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Okay. Same to you, Brian. Same to you. There you go. That's Brett Kennedy from uh, News Channel 12, formerly from News Channel 12 and uh, Fox Eastern Carolina. And, uh, man, he is absolutely going to be missed. Uh, I got to tell you, he has done such a good job. Uh, North just has, I don't know how Brian North does this, but he just has this magic touch of getting these rookies. Not that he was a rookie because when Brett got here, He'd already had a couple of years, but what he did with Ariel, what he did with Chris Haymeyer, what he did with uh, with Brett here uh, over the past four years, kind of excited to see who he's going to have uh, coming back in in the, in the space that uh, Brett is uh, leaving. So, tell you what, we've not played the birthday game in a long time here on the Brian Hanks Show. So, uh, let me get uh, John and Jonathan in here. We'll uh, play the our first birthday game in August, our first birthday game, and I think in 20 days, And uh, we'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, August the 9th in the year of the Lord 2023. For the first time since July 20th. Yes. We're going to play the birthday game, John Dawson. Well, you know, a lot has transpired since the last time we played the birthday game. Um, I just, I walked into the studio here. Linda's in there looking up annulment attorneys and. Uh, you know, just saying. Annulment? We've not even been married yet. She's I, already she's looking pl- up annulment. She's a planner. She doesn't want to waste time. She knows it's inevitable. Well, you gave her a big hug on your way in, didn't you, Jonathan? I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any words of condolences to her? Yeah, well, I did. I walked in and consolation. She, she seemed happy, but I think I think she's on something. I'm not sure, but I said, <laughs> Linda, I am so, 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 so sorry. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> oh, man. So since the last time the three of us have sat down, uh, a, a lot of things have transpired, John Dawson. Yes. Your boy's getting married. You wrote about it, too, at Bucklesbury.com. You and Richard Clark are getting married. That had to have been... Uh, that's almost like a low-hanging fruit, isn't it? I mean, it's almost like I, it could a, have been a slow-pitch softball. Well, trust me, it's the first in the series because that could have been nine pages easily. I just After a while, I said, all right, this is enough. People aren't going to pay attention much longer. I just stopped. How about that we didn't plan for it? I knew he was going to eventually. He knew I was going to eventually. We did it on the same day, Thursday, July 27th, a day that will go down in infamy. It was meant to be, dog. <laughs> There you go. Very good Richard Clark impression there too, as you always do. So what do you think about all the all the all the stuff there, Jonathan Massey? Well, of course I knew that, that you were gonna do it. <clears throat> when I saw Richard I uh, was going to, I'm like, ah, he got somebody pregnant. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You know, he's a little too old for that now though, right? 
Well, it's Richard Clark. He is. Uh, he, Please don't make me have to edit a lot of this. <laughs> just his voice, that that silky smooth voice of his. It, what did you call it? The Quiet Storm. That's what you call it. He's though. the Quiet Storm on Kiss yeah. One Hundred and Two with Richard. His Clark. his voice has the virility of a thousand men. <laughs> there you go. I, you know what? I can't disagree with that. I mean, he, uh, you know, he's made me rise to look for two. Also, Brian, you know, stop. And yep, <laughs> Linda just called an attorney. Jonathan Massey. Well, you know, I got to ask. So uh, I was gone for, what, 17 days again. We've not done a birthday game in 20 days and almost three weeks since we've done a birthday game. 17 days? Really? Yeah. It feels like two. Aw. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is it wasn't long enough. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Doggone it. What'd y'all do while I was gone there, John Dawson? Uh, Got in a bread line or two. That's what I did. Yeah, we uh, we dropped the engine out of your Mustang and sold it for parts. Yeah. Catalytic you know what? There might be a little like bit that. of truth to that because uh, I still don't. I've got a. Well, as we're as we're recording this, just you know, yeah. lifting the curtain, I still don't have my Mustang back yet. I dropped it off before I left, and uh, uh, you remember when I had that wreck a couple of years ago? Yes. Well, it ends up, I guess, at the time I didn't realize it, although it had been working, but I guess I broke the sen- one of the sensors in the front of it. Uh-huh. Would you like to venture a guess there, young John Dawson, how much a sensor is for a 2016 Ford Mustang Part, GT? Parts and labor with tax? I don't even know if that includes everything. It's going to be over $1,000. Okay. I was going to say $1,300. Well, you're not far off. What does it sense, this sensor? It helps you with cruise control. So when I've got cruise control, it won't let me get too close to a car in front of me. It'll. That's what the brake's for. <laughs> no, it automatically. And your, and your eyes. It automatically hits the brakes for you if you're getting too close to somebody You don't need that. Just drive like a person. You don't need that <laughs> yeah, sense. That's wasted money. But, but, well, no, it's not. Well, let me tell you why. Let's hold on a second. One, yeah. um, gestures. Gestures to Brian. Okay. But, uh. It, I, I'm with you because I'm probably going to sell it. That's the reason why. And I can't be selling a car that has a broken piece in it. <laughs> no, you can. Well, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but you're I'm more ethical. Just guy. say, look, uh, instead of letting the car drive, you, you do the driving and you'll be fine. That's possible, too. But like I said, uh, I'm probably uh, probably going to be getting a new vehicle. Or not new. I'm never buying a new vehicle again. I'm probably going to buy me a, Mini a used vehicle. You're going to go to the John no. Dawson School of Buy One that's two years old? Yes, I am. But you know what? I For one time in my life, that Mustang was brand new. I had, I don't even, I think I had six miles on it when I got it. Mm-hmm. I ordered it. I mean, down to the red dot in the 5.0, I ordered that everything that was one of el chapo's <coughs> henchman's drug running cars indeed right? it was indeed yeah. it was hey wait a minute was uh, but uh, <laughs> there you go. uh but uh yeah oh i'm definitely it's disappointing you buy something for more than fifty thousand dollars and six years later it's worth about 17 or 18 it's not like if a you're house, lucky so. yeah if you're lucky well i mean i've taken good care of it mm-hmm. so you know so, uh, yes, Michael Martin, who was on here with us earlier today, is going to be, uh, he works at, you know, uh, Massey uh, Toyota. And uh, he's going to be uh, helping me find the next Hanks vehicle, and I believe I'll be trading in the Mustang to help defray some of those costs. If it's, if you get that for it, you should be able to just get something for what you get for that. Well, I want to get like a, you know, I remember that I had that Ford Bronco a couple of years ago for about a month and a half. No. Yeah, I do. Oh, the loaner? The loaner, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, Linda really likes that. And uh-huh. we did. We had fun with that. We can lay the back seats down. We can put stuff in it. Mm. So that's a bad thing about that Mustang, man. You can't put more than like a... Two humans. 
Two humans and a cigarette case. If you, put, if you try case. to put a, an adult human in the back seat, they're going to come out looking like Ichabod Crane. <laughs> well, I believe that might be some of the problems that we've got with Scott now because, you know, Scott used to He's ride He's hunt-shouldered now because of the back seat of that car. Well, that too, but what I would love to do, he could never sit, like, right behind one of the seats, so he had to lay or basically lay down in the back seat. And I'd see him back there, and I'd hit the brake, and his head would bounce off the back window, you know. And I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's probably mean, right? You're a real peach, Brian. I am indeed a real peach. You know who's a real peach? Also, you, Jonathan Massey. I thought you were going to say Jacques Passeleg, the sponsor of this segment. No, no. He is a peach. Yes. Jacques Passeleg is a man of the people, and he uh, sponsors this segment. He and uh, Goico Office Automation over there, Jonathan Massey. You won in July six days to three. We played nine whole games in uh, <laughs> in uh, July. Will not be the case here in August, although we've already taken the first week off. Uh, we're gonna Who is this we you speak of? Well, uh, well yeah, I <laughs> yeah, understand yeah, that. Yeah. Jonathan Massey, tell us about Go Eco Office Automation. Well, Go Eco Office Automation, they're not just a peach, they're the whole orchard. Uh, you want to get wow. out there and get some of that fine, fine office innov- innovation equipment, um, like this Canon MF420 copier. And I'm not saying that's bottom, bottom line, but if you go over to the Office Innovation Center, you're going to see stuff that makes that look like a 2016 Ford Mustang. Hey! Wow. Wow. <clears throat> but, albeit, we both as dated as that may be now, it is still a fine piece of equipment and has yes. served Brian's needs well. It has. And even though he's tried to give it to serve more of his needs, uh, <clears throat> there's only so on much it can do. Yeah. Um, but you need to give Jock a call. How do you do that, Jonathan Massey? You dial 252 252- 252 286 286 53 53 54 54 or you can visit his website at goeconc.com what is goeco.com or for some reason bucklesberry.com yeah. well bucklesberry.com that's where all the cool kids go to uh, to find out stuff He was born Curtis Walker. Curtis Lowe. Blow. 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 Yeah. Curtis Lowe. Wasn't that oh, yeah. a he was the finest song? Pick. The Ballad of Curtis Lowe, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I believe he was the Too finest loud, picker dog. to ever play the blues. Well, this is yes. uh, Curtis Blow, who uh, he's known as Lived Mr. up Basketball. to his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Wait a minute, i got to do the first line of this, couple lines of this, because I, I know it so well. But he did some fun. lines while he was recording it. Someone tells me it's his favorite sport. How do they remember all these words? He likes to dribble up and down the court. You're ruining it! Well, it's kind of not hard to something, do. Something Dr. J, Moses Malone. Is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court, just like I'm the king of the microphone. So is Dr. J and Moses Malone. This sounds like the stuff when they show a, a dorky white guy trying to rap is what this sounds like. Why did you look me deeply in the eyes while you <laughs> I said that? It's too loud, dog. Oh, oh I look because well, yeah, it's typecast. Well, yeah. There you go, Curtis Blow, Jonathan Massey, uh, Mr. Basketball himself. How old is he today? 56. You say 56. What about you, John Dawson? 57, Brian. He was born August 9th. Wait a minute. Oh, please, man. He was born August 9th, 1959. He's 64 today, John Dawson. So uh, you got that one. You want me to keep this playing underneath here? 
I'd rather eat the carpet, Brian. There you go. And how about this? We have a basketball player. He's one of the greatest uh, basketball or one of the greatest point guards in NBA history. He's a 13-time NBA All-Star and six-time NBA champ for the Boston Celtics. It's come on, somebody guess, because I didn't write his name down on here. So <laughs> <laughs> Boston uh, Celtics. Uh, Cedric Green. He didn't even play guard. I don't know. Uh, no, you're godly. Uh, Bob Dennis, Cousy. Bob At least I came Bob up with Cousy. a name. Bob Cousy. I was about to say Dennis Johnson. I don't. Wasn't he a point guard? Yeah, Did he, he love to refrigerate drinks? Is that where that came from? Bob Cousy? A drink Cousy? <laughs> no. Don't do it. It's <sighs> actually kind of funny. Yeah, that was so cool he could just hold your Gatorade and it would get cold. Well, there you go. Bob Cousy, today's his birthday, John Dawson. How old is he today? Well, which decade did he last play in? I, uh, I have no clue. I believe the 50s and 60s. Oh, man. Let me look it up real quick and I'll tell you. No, I'll look it up. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, um, uh, 80. I don't know. Just say 80. Uh, let's see. He played from... Uh, da, ya, da, da, da. I'm going with 80. From 1950 to 1963. I said 50s and 60s. Would you like to redo your guess? Or are you good and with he's that? Alive, he not? is still alive or not? still alive. Oh, well. 95. I don't know. Is he 95? <laughs> Would you like to file a protest? No, it's fine. <laughs> something, something. How did you scroll. go from 80 to 95? Just a blind guess and a desire to move forward. Well, there you go. Well, you got it. I, I, I just, I figured you would end up saying like eighty-six or something. What uh, were you going to say, John? Ninety-five. Were you really? Well, I figured at that point he would have been going to college, so he would have been twenty-two when he got in the league. That would have been what nineteen twenty-eight when he was born. Yeah, nineteen twenty-eight. Look at that. The math hour on WRNS. Dude, I love it. August 9th, 1928. He indeed is 95 today. Congratulations, John Dawson. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, there you go. Okay, this is one. I think I've heard you do an impression of this next one. One of you two have. It's one of the greatest voices in all of uh, in movies and whatever TV. Sam Elliott. Oh, Sam. I, can't, I can't get that deep. Can you? What you doing coming around my place for, Sheriff? That's really bad, too. It's bad, but it's better than he I He was one of done. the – God, that last season of Justified, he was so – God, he was so great. Yep. He and Mary Steenburgen were an incredible couple. Mm. Mary Easy. Steenburgen. Easy, pal. Go, uh, Jonathan can do it for us, though. <clears throat> Indeed. Don't you agree? I've always loved you, Margaret. <laughs> even though bad. you tried to kill me, I call it even. There you go. That's not bad. Yeah. Sam Elliott, you know who we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah. He was uh, Mr. We or Mayor West. Uh, he's been Mayor West on, fa on Family Guy. Wild West. Yep. Please don't reduce this man's acting credits to Family Guy. Uh, 1883. Okay. He was in that show. Which is with Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Faith Hill, by the way, also. Um, yeah. um, let's see. He was he was in uh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Briefly. Yeah. He was in seven thousand westerns and good yeah. in all of them. Yeah. Well, he's just got the look. He's got the voice. He was in Roadhouse. He was in Roadhouse. That's, That's right. right. The dude abides. The anyway. dude abides indeed. Uh, so. Uh, 
Sam Elliott, how old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? 82. You say 82. What do you say, John Dawson? Eighty-three. He was born August the ninth, nineteen forty-four. So he's only seventy-nine today. So, uh, I started Jonathan to go Massey. low and talk myself out of it. What a schmuck! What a schmuck indeed. Uh, you get it though, Jonathan Massey, and cut the lead to two to one. But it goes back here to you, John Dawson. Uh, he uh, was arguably—he's probably one of the best uh, uh, cornerbacks in the history of the NFL. Played for several teams. They called him prime time. He's now the head football coach at the University of Colorado. It's Deion Sanders. Sanders. There you go. Deion Sanders. Fan? Not a fan? John Dawson? I, I don't really have any emotional investment in Deion Sanders. I remember when he hosted SNL, it was horrible. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh. So he didn't do a Peyton Manning. Because when Peyton Manning did it, it was actually quite funny. Well, I think he kind of uh, – I don't know. I remember he came out and, and, and rapped about something. And then there was a, a alien sketch where Chris Farley's pants fell down while he was getting on the spaceship. That was the highlight of the show. Yikes. So. Okay. Man, I'm going to have to look that up. I didn't, ever, I didn't know that he uh, yeah. hosted SNL. Notice he didn't say anything about looking it up until you said Par- Farley's pants fell down. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. <laughs> Linda. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Dion Prime Time Sanders over there, uh, John Dawson. How old is he today? Fifth, huh? Uh, it's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawson's turn. Um, were you messing with him there? Oh, he's throwing you bad vibes. He was giving you voodoo that you do. So, why are you doing that? He was just doing the voodoo. This is voodoo. This is more direct to the point, doo-doo. <laughs> uh, it, it is doo-doo, that's for sure. I just came off vacation. I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> 51. You say 51. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? I think he was drafted in 89. I might be wrong. I'll say 52. And you said? 51. He was born uh, August 9th, 1967, so he's 56 today. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You've rallied back from a two-to-nothing deficit. That Sam Elliott thing is going to haunt me because I was about to say 80. What a putz. Yeah, it is. What it is. Oh, you also forgot Neon Dion. Yeah, he has several names. That is for sure. Let's see. You know he's uh, lost like two or three toes on his foot. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is a dead person. She died in 2012. You don't know who this is, John Dawson? Cloris Leachman. I don't know. Oh. Come on, Jonathan Massey. See if you can guess who it is, at least. Oh, Aretha Franklin. Is this this who's zooming who? Who is it? I don't know. I want to see if uh, our son over here got no idea. Whitney Houston. Okay. Whitney Houston, this is How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. This is the pre-Bobby years. This is, yeah, before uh, he ruined that purity and that sweetness that was Whitney Houston. Anyway, Whitney Houston over there, Jonathan Massey. Uh, She died in 2012. And uh, it was very, very sad. I, I love Whitney Houston. She's very talented, dude. Yes. Yeah. Wait a minute, chorus. 
Yeah, 71. You say 71? John Dawson, how old would Whitney Houston be if she were still alive today? 65. You could have kept going. She was born August 9th, 1963. She's only She would only be 60 today. Wow. Believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, John Dawson. You just about blew it like you've done many, many, many times, but you didn't today. <laughs> so uh, congratulations. You win the first game of August 3-2. to two. Other birthdays here in our neck of the woods. Uh, Kenny Chadwick, today is his birthday. Uh, good dude. I know him mostly, though, as being the husband of Ashley Pierce Chadwick, who we just adore and love here on the show. But happy birthday, Kenny. You definitely married up. Uh, Mike Hussey, today is his birthday. A good dude uh, in our neck of the woods down the southern part of the county. Uh, Arnold Solomon, uh, who did the very first North Carolina prep football news that really uh, educated me a lot on uh, high school football in the state of North Carolina. He lives in Concord. Thank the world of him. Then a, a sad one uh, today, and I just I definitely needed to mention, though, but you know more than anybody, John Dawson, how much I admired this guy. But Jerry Valancourt, one yeah. of my heroes, and one of the reasons I even do this show is uh, from just the way he inspired me and just a good guy. And you were a part of a couple of different podcasts we did with him uh, when we were with the Free Press, the Free Press Radio show, and uh, I just, there's nothing I can say that can, uh, I mean, I, I love the guy. I mean, it, it, nothing has shook me to my core more in the last year or so as when uh, we lost Jerry V. Where was he, what, what was the last market he worked in? Was he in Louisiana or was he uh, back was in Charlotte? He was in New Orleans. He'd come back to Charlotte. Okay. Though. He'd done some stuff in Charlotte. And I guess the thing that, uh, that breaks my heart the most is uh, he was really, the last time we had him here on the show, he was talking about, uh, he was so funny. I mean, he was just, he had your sense of humor, too. I mean, he really did. His wasn't like this blatant out there. I mean, he had, he was a thinking man's uh, mm. funny guy, I guess, sort of like how I consider you. And uh, it just, uh, he was he was going to be doing, uh, he had talked to some comedy places. I had talked to some folks around here. We're going to try to get him on, on a stage here somewhere. Mm. And. And I got to tell you, it shocked me when I found I'd, I'd heard he was sick, but I didn't know it was sick, sick. And, mm. and he passed away a few months ago. But, uh, man, this show, every day, dedicated to Jerry Valancourt. Love him to death. And, again, just hate that uh, we don't have him anymore. So, uh, if today is your birthday, like Jerry Valancourt, Arnold Solomon, Mike Hussey, Kenny Chadwick, the great, the late, great Whitney Houston. Oh, wait a minute. I turned it up, and uh, she's not singing. And have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, want to thank uh, our good friend Jacques Passelik and GoEco Office Automation. And uh, just very, very sad. I've got uh, Linda Whittington here with me as we wrap up the show. Good morning, hot Linda. Good morning. Have you had a lot? Of, pull your mic a little bit closer to your mouth there. How about there. now? Oh, that's good. I, I, I got I to gotta get the whole Linda Whittington effect here, okay? Ta-da. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, how was yesterday? Your first day back from uh, from our for, here in the summer of Linda and the year of Linda. How was your first day back at work? At, no, today's Wednesday, so yeah. I guess it was a couple. How how the past couple of days been like? Awesome, very good. Um, been um, showing off my hand. <laughs> I've had to lift it up, you know, because it's heavy. <laughs> See, oh, look, look, everybody, that, and this it's is glistening. It. Linda, Linda, yes, this is radio. And it's, sir, put your sunglasses on now while you're driving, because this is bright. 
Yes, about mm-hmm. as bright as I am, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it wouldn't be very bright then. No, ah! not right now, no, dude. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's yeah, show. Yeah, okay? let's do that. Yeah, let's not, uh, you know, lift the curtain too high right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Want to thank uh, our guests <laughs> that we had here on the show today. Uh, our in our first hour, of course, Michael Martin, who was here. Uh, it just, I tell you what, he could do a whole show by himself. You know it. Yep, yep, he could. Um, he's very good. Um, I like listening to him. He, um, you can tell he's thinking before he talks. Yeah. Well, that's and the way Junius talking. is too. I yeah, mean, you know, yeah, that's, he does. it is so funny that. Uh, Michael has uh, filled that spot for Junius mm-hmm. because Junius was sort of the same way too. You could tell that you he didn't just tell you the first thing that popped in his head no, if you uh-uh. asked him a question. Mm-hmm. He uh, he takes he his time. About it. He absolutely does. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you again to Michael and then to Brett Kennedy, uh, a guy oh, that uh, yeah, yeah who's leaving. leaving. You've gotten to know him a little bit over uh-huh. the last couple of years. Yeah, eh, kind of sad about that because mm-hmm. uh, I just I feel bad for North because it's right here at the beginning of. Uh, football season but on the flip side i feel good for brett because he's living his dream i mean he really is he's uh, going back he's young he's young Mm -hmm. he's going back home to where he's from and he's going to be able to cover you know what uh what he wants to sort of reminds me of my story a little bit that i came here what in 2002 just to be here for a couple of years Mm -hmm. And, and guess what and you're still here, yeah. I'm still here, and I'm engaged to the prettiest girl in Lenore Aww, County. Oh, thank you, boo. Yeah, Eastern North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Heck, the world. The world. Oh, there you thank go. you. That's a mm-hmm. lot of people. It really is. Hey, thank you for helping me here in the last couple minutes. But again, thank you so much to uh, Mike Martin and Brett Kennedy and Linda Weddington. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. right here in our plush well studio, Shelly Barnes and David Barnes. Nice. Don't know who in our first hour yet, but we'll get to that. Listen, have a great, great hump day. Yes. And we'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Bye-bye.